Jen. Yo, Jen. What what ghosts do chickens dislike the most? What what? What ghosts do chickens dislike the most? I don't know. Poultry geists. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffy, Jeffy, I got one for you. What's the biggest pan in the world? Japan. <laughs> Jen, did you hear about the Mexican train robber? No. He had locomotives. <laughs> hey, what did one math book say to the other math book? Huh? Oh, man, you got a lot of problems. <laughs> so, dumb. so dumb. I'm a sucker for math humor. <laughs> Love math. Oh, man. In school, people called Peanut. They'd call her Mathelin because she was really good at math. <laughs> <laughs> Mathelin. I know what she means. In school, people used to call me moron. Make me your co-ghost. Yeah, you're <laughs> my my ghost host, <laughs> Jenny McKinney here with Jeff Jones, and we're back. Jeff with one F because the other one's silent. It's so stupid. It's not Jen. It makes me laugh every time. Do you put two ends when you write Jen? Yeah. Or if no. people write you and they say, "Hey Jen," blah blah blah, like no. do they put two? No. Why? So why two Fs? I don't know. Exactly. You're legal. It's legal. Oh, someone called me Jennifer the other day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you chill on that government. I know. Do you feel like you're grounded? Yeah. Jeez, are you chastising <laughs> me right now? You getting yelled at? Am I sneaking in? What's the problem? Right. All right, Jeffy. I know we have a fun segment today. So let's talk about some fun things we've had for the week or interesting, kind of crazy things from the week. What Jen, you got? All right, real quick. So Ma's been coming over once, twice a week. We've been getting together playing Yahtzee for quarters. Okay. Uh, she's been crushing it every week. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of just last week. But we got together twice last week. So Ma come over early in the week. We were playing Yahtzee. And that day I, earlier, I was cleaning the garage. Ma come over. I stopped cleaning, went inside. We started playing Yahtzee. While I was standing at the end of the table, I put my foot down, right? And I thought I stepped on, like, a. it felt like a gummy worm or a gummy bear. Like, and there's, we have kids it with candy, so I'm sense. like, no. So yeah. I looked down, snake, snake on my kitchen floor, Jim. This thing was not big, but it was fast <laughs> and fierce, and it just kept coming after me. Like, it was, and I would move, and it would come at me, and so I, the whole time I was trying to get a bowl to put over it. The snake was only about the size of a pencil. was not okay. very big. Keep that in mind. About it's the still size a snake, of a pencil. And it is still a snake, you. and it's in my kitchen. So I put a bowl over it, and I took a few pictures of it. And I sent them to you and it sat there and it just kept snapping at the side of the bowl yeah. on either side I went to. Or if Ma approached it, because she also took a picture, 
because we were trying to figure out what kind of snake it was. I have no idea, but this thing was like hellbent. So eventually, it was a weird color too. Yeah, it was like a yellowish brown. I've yeah. never seen one like that here. It looked yeah. like I was, if somebody showed me a picture, I would have called it a desert snake. But it's, I don't even know. It yeah. was, I don't even know. But it just got stepped on, so maybe it was kind of pissed. It was. So it kept. I, I sl- eventually, one of us slid some postcards underneath the bowl and carried it outside and set it free way, way out in the yard. Okay. Like way out there. I. <sighs> okay, it was mom. I couldn't bring myself. To, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to slide the postcards under. And I had to have mom do it. I hate snakes, man. I hate them. Yeah. Especially when you're in my living room. Yeah. And Get so, out of here. Yeah. So the next day, too, mom was like, oh, what did Andrea say about snake? I said, I didn't tell Andrea about the snake. I didn't tell Andrea or the kids about the snake because I don't have any answers for the snake. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Is there more? Why was it in our kitchen? I don't want people panicking in this house because we yeah. have a snake in the house. And, but right. Like, I, think, I think when I was cleaning the garage, I must have stirred it up somewhere, which okay. is weird because I don't know how it would have been living in our garage. Our garage isn't that. It's a finished garage. Yeah. So, but there is a slight gap around our side door where I cut the trim at the bottom of the door too short. Okay. It was one of those, you put it on and then trim it. Yeah. And I cut it just too short in the corner that it, that it could have came in there. If it came out of the garage, it very well could have came through that little corner. Yeah. I investigated to see like, where did this come from? Cause it was about three feet away from that door. Okay. But about an hour after I was done messing in the garage. So I don't know. I don't know. This is an invite only area. Sir, yeah, ma'am. So Sir, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. Snake. Without that, that freaked me out. It's a snake. Yeah. Another thing, Jen, is uh, coming up on a Jeff and around. I want to hit Dad with the. I don't know if I'm going to do a superstition bracket, but I'd like to either somehow bring up talk about superstitions. I want to get Dad's outtake on superstitions. Okay. And so I started making a small list of superstitions. I'll tell you what I have, and just see if you can come up with anything that I, anything else I can add to this. I'm sure once I start researching them, I'll find a complete list of superstitions. But okay. Just off the top of my head, I came up Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's superstitious. Uh, like a broken mirror, seven years, bad luck. Yeah. Black cats crossing paths. Yep. Walking under ladders. Mm-hmm. Then I, uh, rabbit's feet. Yeah. Superstitious for good luck. Yep. And then that led me to come up with the, like crossing your fingers. I don't know if that's a good luck or a bad luck. I haven't looked it up, but like, you know, how people cross your fingers. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I, just I think know it's, it's a, pr- oh yeah. It I feel uh, superstitious. Because when you cross your fingers, you can tell a lie. It means it's it's okay if you lie. So like that's even, not good luck. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, I thought of it. I, that's I how know, we I used just, it. Yeah, we used it as if you cross your fingers, you could tell a lie. I guess that would still be bad luck. <laughs> but that's still superstitious. Uh, and then that got me thinking too, like, would birthday candles, like if you make a wish blowing birthday candles, that's kind of superstitious. Yeah, kind of. You yeah. know what I mean? Or wishing on like a shooting star. Yeah. Coins in the clovers. fountain. Yep. Um, what What are some other ones though? That's. I about- was thinking, um, pick your feet up over the railroad tracks. Oh, yep. I like that one. Yeah. We did I don't do know about superstition about, but don't step on a crack. You break a mouse back. <laughs> I, I think that is superstitious. Yeah. It, it could be. Hang yeah. On. Let me pick up feet. Yeah. Step over train track. Yep. Yeah. Step on crack. Oh, opening an umbrella indoors. <gasps> yes. That would be. That's people. Oh, what are you doing? You crazy? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, white shoes after Labor Day. Oh, You're not yeah, supposed to white, white after or white that? after Labor Day. You're not supposed to wear white after Yeah, I always Labor thought Day. that was know. goofy. <laughs> when I'd hear that as a kid, I always thought Labor Day then is the only day because no matter what, the rest of the year and the year after is all after yeah. Labor Day. So Labor Day is the only day you could wear white. Yeah. 
this has been kind of talked about last week, not on here, but like just in my everyday life, things happening in threes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if, like if you have somebody like passed away or like bad luck, like yep. things happen in threes. Yeah. Um, also superstitious is like, um, double digit or triple digit numbers. So like three, three, three or 11, 11. Is that um, superstitious good, good or superstitious? Yeah, superstitious good luck. Good. I was gonna say because mm-hmm. there's a lot of scratch offs use triple digits, slot machines. Yeah, things like it's that. It's usually good luck. Yeah, the number thirteen. Oh yeah. I'm like surprised. oh, I can't believe I didn't put that on. Yeah, so the number thirteen on like, um, I know some hotels won't even put a thirteenth floor because it's superstitious, and then that you already know when you're on the fourteenth floor, it's really the thirteenth. <laughs> oh yeah. Even you know though what you I mean? Call they don't the just 13th. build a blank floor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah, that's enough. That'll get yeah. me going, at least on this list for dad. I just want to hit him with some. That's okay. It. Yep. But besides that, what else you got for the week? So I went to donate. Have you ever heard of donating platelets? Yes. I've okay. heard of it. I don't know what it is, but I, yeah. I have heard of it. Okay. So if you are eligible to be a platelet donor, you can be like a double donor when you go to donate. So if you go donate blood, they'll split plasma and platelets off of your blood. Okay. And... Platelets can be used for chemotherapy, burn victims, traumatic um, incidents where if somebody doesn't have enough platelets, they can hurry up and shoot it in there and then get them like healing. It's for healing. So how many of these platelets do people have? Like, or do we regenerate them? Yeah, we must because I can donate every two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And then, so they pull the the plasma and the platelets off of your blood. If you're eligible, you have to get tested and then you can donate every two weeks. So I go in there. Now I've gone to my biggest fear because it's a two hour process. Okay. Takes two hours. My biggest fear or concern was that I cannot go to the bathroom for two hours. I go to the bathroom frequently because of all the water I drink. Right. So I get in there and they're messing with the machine. They get it all hooked up. I'm donating and it's like, I'm trying not to pay attention to the time. Right. Cause now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure my bladder's full. And I'm talking like full, like when you're on a road trip and you need to pull off cause you waited way too long. Yep. And I look at the machine and it was like, you have 99 minutes left. And I was like, oh my God, my bladder's going to explode. Right. So the machine keeps acting funky. Every time they come over, it keeps adding time to the machine. And so I look and it's like 81 minutes. And I was thinking like, I cannot. It's my bladder is so full where I'm like, I hope I don't get a UTI. I hope I don't get like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to donate and I'm going to get a UTI. No one wants uh, that. No. So, so no. then. He comes over and he's like, how are you? And I said, I'm going to be honest. I said, look, my bladder is so full and I'm, I'm really trying to like Lamaze through this thing. Like, (laughs) right. Like, (laughs) and so he's like, okay. He said, honestly, like your platelets are so high that I've already almost filled the platelet bag. And they were just trying to get the other plasma part off of it. Cause they have to like, they put the blood back in you. So they pull it off your blood and then they put the blood back without it and i said look my bladder is completely full and he's like okay he's like well why don't we do this we'll just do like a single donation we'll cut the plasma part off and then just get the platelets like we'll just finish that platelet donation because you're almost there great 
so he's like, okay, perfect. That's leaves you about 11 minutes. I'm like, I can breathe through 11 minutes. Okay. So we ended up, we got the donation. And then next time I know, don't drink a damn lick of water before you go donate. Okay. Jesus. Huge. Yeah. And then my coaching buddy, Roshana came over. Uh, we've done a few events together and she came over from South Carolina. So her son was in a band competition here at the college and he's in high school. Have you ever been to a band competition? Like a battle of the bands? Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, it like was like garage the, bands, heavy metal bands. No, no bands, marching bands. Oh no. No. I've yeah. Never yeah. Been, school, no. high school marching band. So no. he's a snare drum player, like drum line. Oh, yep. Pretty badass. I'm going to say nice. like, pretty cool and so she was gonna stay with us well she i ended up going to the band competition last night and it was the first time i've ever seen it these kids the one band there's bands like super super tiny like 32 yep. people from a high school and then up to the one school had over 250 and that wasn't even their whole band it, that's wow. only the competitive band the, their marching band has over 400 kids in their marching band whoa that's crazy so it's How like a whole production that? that's a high school yeah Jeez. and then they have to like wheel all their props out set the props up get all organized and then they have a certain amount of time between the props getting out on there getting organized and finishing all within a certain amount of time right man and there was this one um have you ever heard of this opera called i think it's like candida c-a-n-d-i-d-a um no. It's from like 1792 or something. It's not. Nope. Um, I'm not that familiar with rock yeah. operas from the operas from the 1700s. Yeah, not. I can't. I'm shocked by that. Is but Jeopardy. Yeah. So they all come out and they all had like um, fluorescent pink like dresses with the corset and it had velvet with like the big uh, like Marie Antoinette hair. Whoa! All of them. There was like 200 girls all in the same outfit and they were all spinning around and doing their flags and you know, everything else. It was crazy, but they ended up winning. They were, they were pretty amazing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah. First band competition. It was really great. I mean, if you can support nuggets like that, that was so great. You know, right? between like Cooper's robotics competition last weekend, that was fun. And then the band competition this weekend. Okay. Last thing I have. Super quick for the week. I feel like I need to talk about it because I might need to warn people. You you and Dad talked about Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, did you watch it? Jeff, this is like time in my life I cannot get back. First off, you didn't even tell me what happened in the first scene. I'm just going to tell everybody now, like, it just is press. Okay, it just pressed right in the first <laughs> it opens scene. Up some, <laughs> that was like, it opens oh my up on God. Some, B-movie yeah. nudity. Chris. Yeah, and I was like, is it... oh my God. And then the, the movie is And it so... just picks up from there. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the acting is terrible. The, the movie quality is terrible. And the turkey is terrible. So <laughs> the premise is this turkey is killing people. And it's just is so silly. And we watched the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. So if you have a rainy day and you're like, let me pick out a B movie. I mean, guess I go with it, but yeah. be ready because I've, apparently there's three of them. Oh, I didn't even see the other two. I've yeah. just, I've seen the first one a hand. I'd say twice. 
Josh looked it up and he's like, God bless, there's three of these things. Yeah. He's like, there would be. Yeah, it's on par with Lamageddon. Do you ever watch Lamageddon? No, because I wanted to see what level am I on to see what is happening. Lamageddon with this. is on par with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to be in a mental capacity. I have to have mental capacity for that. <laughs> Thanks, killing. <laughs> All right, Jeffy. Let's take a short break because when we come back, we have some uh, listener stories that I'm they have written in. I'm excited about About them. Halloween. This year on the night before Halloween, when you're out doing the devil's work on the devil's night, don't forget to take the devil's number one tool for spreading evil, single-ply toilet paper. That's right, this paper made of whole wood chips and held together by disgust and dark magic was created by the devil himself. By the devil himself. He doesn't only want you to go out and toss it into your neighbor's trees repeatedly. He hopes that you will buy it for your loved ones to use in the comfort of their own homes. So, next time your family complains that there is more on their hands than on the paper, or the toilet paper is tearing them up from the inside, you can assure them that you are out here tearing up people's holes one ply at a time. One ply toilet paper. One ply toilet paper. One ply toilet paper. One ply toilet paper. Following segments brought to you by Candy Corn. All right. The best of both worlds. Candy and corn. Jackpot. All right, Jeffy, welcome back. Here we are. Are you ready for these listener stories? Jen, I am ready, Jen. I'm psyched because people sent in some good ones. Do you get a chance to read or go through any of them? So a I just, of them? Yeah, I just went through a few of them. I sent them to you for you to kind of vet it. You yep. give, you give you put some titles on it and then Yep, I did um, give them titles. If they yeah. didn't have a title, I gave it. The only one really came with a title on it. Okay. I gave the other ones titles as yeah, I sent yeah. them back to you. Yeah. Yep. Are you ready? Do you want me to go first or you yeah. want to? Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to. I'll go first. Some okay. of these are kind of long. Yeah, but it's, I think they'll be it's all, all right. in the details. Yep. Devil in the details. <laughs> all right. This one I titled Babysit and Quit. It says, hey, Jen, love the positive energy. Also, I used anybody, anybody that didn't say to erase their name. I just left their name in it. Okay. Only one or two people said like, hey, at the end, like, P.S., can you change, like, take my name? So I just went through and changed the name. Yeah. Love the positive energy you bring each week, kid. Kick it up. Kick it up. I'm writing to you for the creepy experiences. This happened to me about 30 years ago. It was winter and sometime soon after Christmas. It was bitter cold and even the snow was frozen. (laughs) Oh, like that frozen crunchy snow. I was 13 and babysitting two kids in our neighborhood. I had put the kids to bed around 10 and was watching TV in the living room when all of a sudden there was a loud bang on the front of the house. I jumped out of my shoes. I stared at the front door. The curtains were closed, but they were sheared. Also, you could see through them. Mm. I waited to see if there was any other noise before I moved. I could hear someone walking real slow in the snow. It made loud crunch noises with each step. I was still as a statue, waiting for someone to walk past the front window. As I was staring, there came another loud bang on the front of the house. My heart was beating out of my chest, and I was frozen facing the window, but knew I had to do something. So I yelled, Dad, it wasn't me, to imply that my dad was here with me. (laughs) Dad, it wasn't me! (laughs) That's funny. To imply that my dad was here with me. That's pretty smart, though. 
Yeah. I ran to the phone and called my parents. My mom answered and I could and I told her what happened. She could tell I was scared. She sent my dad over and I stayed on the phone with her. Oh, she sent my dad over while I stayed on the phone with her. I could feel someone staring at me while I was on the phone with her. As I was telling her that I feel like someone is watching me, there was another bang on the front of the house. This time next to the front door. I screamed and was crying. To be honest, I was hysterical. <laughs> I bet. That would be freaky. Babysitting. Hang on. Yeah. I lost my spot. I finally seen my dad's headlights come up the driveway. I heard my dad get out of his truck and walk to the front door. I expected to hear a struggle or chase, but he knocked on the front door and came right in. I didn't even lock the front door. <laughs> I ran to him and squeezed him. I told him what happened. I stayed inside on the phone with my mom while he walked around the house. I could hear his footsteps in the snow and listened while he walked around the house. He came back inside and said there is no signs of anything. No footprints in the snow, no signs of damage from the banging on the house, nothing. He stayed with me till the owners got back that night. I didn't say anything to them about it. My mom says she didn't hear the banging noise when she was on the phone and it was really loud. She should have been able to hear it. I know I heard the banging and heard the footsteps in the snow across the front of the house. This was the most terrifying thing in my life. My dad still loves to bring it up. My mom agrees that I heard it from my reaction at the time. I ended up quitting babysitting and got a job at the grocery store as a bag. Sorry this was so long. Love the show, Carrie. Man. Dang. That Dang is scary. Carrie. That's scary, Carrie. That is scary. Hearing steps outside your house, especially while well, babysitting, especially at that age, too. Yeah. Yeah. That is terrifying. And yeah, then anytime know you're like trying to be cool and in charge, and then yeah, anytime you're, you're home, but yeah, especially being 13, even as a 42 year old man, if you're anytime you're home by yourself and you hear a random noise that you yeah. right away you can't pinpoint, right? I've heard noises, I'm like, oh, the rake fell in the garage, like I could tell, I yeah. just knew the noise, and yeah. the rake has fallen before in the garage, right? But when you hear a noise, and you're like, the hell is that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Remember. Remember dad as a kid, every time it seemed like we always heard noises when we were downstairs watching movies with him. And he'd always real quick be like, what was that? Go check it out. Yeah. I'm not going to check that out. No, Come I'm on, not go going check to it check out. it out. Yeah. You go get killed. Yeah. But you go up there and see someone coming down the upstairs. I ain't doing that. No way. Not on my watch. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. You got another one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one is called creepy. Oh, I'm sorry. This one's called black dog. Black dog. All right. Hello, Jeff and Jen. My dad had many weird encounters when he worked for the DPW, Department of Public Works. Public Work. Okay. Yep. I asked him to write down his creepiest one. This is what he told me over the phone, and I typed it as fast as he spoke it. I corrected most spelling and added some syntax. Love the show. Will. Oh, all right. So, Will, on this one, Will asked his dad because his dad worked for DPW yeah. for his creepiest. Okay, I got you. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So I used to work for the DPW, oh, Department of Public Works, and have seen many things in my time from dead bodies to unexplained creature things. All that. Oh, that that's just what he says? He's just like, oh, okay, unexplained creature things. Hello? This is closer to the ladder. There were three of us working that night when we got called to a backed-up water drain at a not very busy intersection. So we combed off the area as usual and grabbed rakes and shovels from the truck, which was parked about 30 feet from the water. Backed up drains like this were usually about two to four inches deep, two to four inches deep, and just need to need a rake dragged across the drain to clear it so water can run down. 
So when we turned the corner of the truck and began walking to the clear, walking to clear the cover. Okay. Uh, Rich stopped and caused us to stop. Across the puddle from us, maybe about 15 feet away, a black garbage bag looking, looking thing slid from the water and went away from us down the road about 10 feet. It wasn't shiny. It was dull. We were stunned and almost paralyzed by this. In, in parentheses, Will put, my dad would never admit to anything scaring him. <laughs> Classic dad. <laughs> right. While we stood there, it continued moving away from us, and it got taller and formed four legs and took the shape of a dog or a wolf and walked away till we couldn't see it anymore. Maybe about two minutes total. It was about four feet tall at its back. Finally, Rich and the, or the other guy asked, what just happened? I said, the garbage bag just walked away. We all agreed that we seen the same thing. We picked up our cones, put the tools back in the truck. We turned the truck around and left. I radioed that we cleared the drain and only spoke about it when we had to. Mostly to new guys who assumed we were making it up. But it was the creepiest thing I've seen, and I don't know what it was. So this guy showed up working for DPW and cleared a road drain and a garbage bag looking thing slid from the water. Yeah. And took the shape of an animal, of a dog. And just and walked, walked away. What? That, it's, that, that stuff that haunts your dreams that would, <laughs> or nightmares. You imagine seeing that? No. I don't even know what to say about that. Maybe it just wasn't a garbage bag at all at the beginning. It was just, maybe it was just huddled up in fetal position and crawling or something. And I then, don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. All right. Doo -doo -doo. I know. <laughs> all right. This one okay. called Ruth. Oh, this is fairly short. It says, Jen, I have the perf I have the perfect weird experience for your creepy tail thing. Creepy tail thing? Hang on. Jen, I have the perfect yeah. weird experience for your creepy tail thing, except this is real. Oh. I have two brothers, Jared, who is three years older than me, and Brian, who is four years old. We grew up in Virginia and moved around a lot. We didn't have many friends and relied on each other mo relied on each other mostly. We had a Ouija board and we used it often. We would leave it laying out on a table in the hallway between our rooms and whenever the slider would be on hello, we knew a spirit was there. We used it like a phone to call the other side. <laughs> no! <laughs> we each had spirits that we enjoyed talking to. My favorite spirit was Ruth. Ruth said she passed away in an automobile accident and was stuck here. Ruth always asked questions about my brother Brian where he was, how he was doing, etc. Ruth confided in me that Brian was her husband. The hell? Even though it's her brother? Like, well, I don't, maybe oh. reincarnated? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, she said that, know. oh, here you go. She said they both passed away in an auto accident and Brian came back as my brother. And Ruth says she is stuck until Brian can join her. Ah. This is all coming through a Ouija board. I told Brian this and he laughed because that day he met a girl named Ruth at work and they had a date set up for the weekend. Shortly after Brian's date, the Ouija board came up missing. <laughs> no one would admit to taking it. The wild thing is, Brian ended up marrying Ruth and they are still happily married. This isn't really a creepy story, but hope you can use it in my experience to help others. Love the show. See. <sighs> I think that's creepy. <laughs> well, anybody using a Ouija board as just a general phone yeah. system to the other side. That's, I don't know. We talked about Ouija boards on Jeff and Iran. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, it was too much. 
Hard that pass. That is a lot. Yeah. Hard pass. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. C. C. Got this one from Sarah. Sarah. Passed by neighbor. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I love the podcast. I listen regularly, regularly, and can't believe I'm writing to you about what happened to me. The story is for the creepy stuff you asked for. I'm 34 now and married. At the time, I was 29 and lived alone in an apartment. I had a neighbor who was an older gentleman named Jerry. Jerry and I were neighbors for a few years and got along good because neither of us were loud people. That is a bonus. Yes. That, I've had good neighbors like that. Yeah, and I've also had terrible neighbors. Yeah, where but you're most like, times they are. Most yeah. times they are. All right. One morning, Jerry knocked on my door and asked if he could use my bathroom because they were working on his. I said, sure, and let Jerry in to use the bathroom. About 10 minutes go by and I hear a knock at Jerry's door. I thought maybe the maintenance guy was there and looked out to see. It is Jerry's son, Scott, who I only met a few times, but heard a lot about. I tell Scott that Jerry's over here using the bathroom and he can come in and wait. <laughs> That's Scott. So Jerry's yeah. in the bathroom. Jerry, yeah. Okay. Jerry's in the john and yep. Scott's coming over. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Scott looked relieved and started saying that he hasn't heard from his dad for a few days and hasn't had a chance to swing by in a while. I tell Scott to take my number and he can call if it happens again. Here's where it gets really weird. After small talk, about 10 minutes go by and Scott goes and taps on the bathroom door and says, Hey, you okay in there? Jerry doesn't answer. He knocks again and no answer. Scott cracks the bathroom door and asks if his dad needs help. No answer. Scott opened the door and Jerry was gone. The bathroom was empty. What? Where did... Hello, Jerry? There's only one tiny window, only a tiny window in there, and we were on the second floor. Scott looked at me for answers, but I had none. We went to Jerry's apartment door, and it was locked. Scott knocked and knocked, and I went and got Jerry's extra key that Jerry had told me about. Oh, that Jerry had me hold. Scott unlocked the door, and we went in. He kept calling out for his dad while we checked the apartment. We found Jerry passed away in his bathroom. I called 911. But we knew he was gone. Paramedics said he had a heart attack and passed away about two days ago. I still have no answers. I know Jerry went to the went into my bathroom that day. I know what I saw. I believe it was Jerry's way of making sure he was found. I have no other explanation for it. Scott said he was just as puzzled as me. I think about Jerry often, and and anytime something weird happens, I say, I say it is Jerry. Weirdo magnet, Sarah. Whoa. Jeez. So Jerry passed. In the Jerry bathroom, came and over then, to use their bathroom. Yeah. And then her son, Jerry's son, showed up. They BSed. Yeah. And then went to go check on Jerry, and Jerry, they found him dead in his apartment. Terrible. That's too much. Well, the first Jerry's obviously had to have been a ghost or a spirit. <laughs> I know. Dang. I think should, that's scurry. I know. I feel like we should send Sarah a shirt or something. <laughs> Bless your heart, Sarah. <laughs> At least she Sarah, signed off weirdo for your magnet. traumatic. Yeah. I know. That's a traumatic event. And how many things have happened in your life that you blame on Jerry? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously right. a lot. She calls herself a weirdo magnet. Sarah, yeah. thanks thanks for listening to the show, Sarah. Right. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> Spiritual hug for Sarah. Yep. All right. Here's another one. This one's called The Devil's Drum Kit. <laughs> I'm out. I'm already out. He says, hey, guys, this, this story will hit close to home for Jeff. I've oh, been okay. reminded of it since he mentioned him and his son getting a used drum set. Oh, we did find that drum kit on side yeah. of the road. Griff and I on like one of his last days working with me. Yeah. This happened in 1993 when I was 14 years old and my brother Alex was 12. 
My dad worked midnights and would leave us alone most of the time. Mom was not in the picture. My dad would get home from work at the time we would be leaving for school. Oh, one day my dad pulled in the drive after work as we were heading out the door. We could see his car was packed inside with a bunch of stuff. Dad honked and hopped out of the car all excited. He said he traded a guy at work for this drum set and all he had to do was fix an exhaust on the guy's car. And he said the guy was excited to get rid of the drum set and was taking up a lot of room or something. We tried to talk my dad into letting us stay home and help him set up the drum set. I would have too. That would have been horrible having to still go to school knowing your dad just showed up with a drum set. Yeah, right. Going all day. Uh, we tried to talk my dad into letting us stay home and help him set up the drum set. He said no. We had to go to school and that we could play with it when we got home. By the end of the day, my brother Alex and I began talking about starting a band. I had a guitar I bought at a garage sale, but never really played. That's yeah. good age to be doing that. When we got home, my dad had the drum set assembled in our downstairs. He said he messed with it a little. He watched us take turns on it until he left for. Oh, he watched us take turns on it until he left for work. Neither of us was a natural at the drums. Eventually, when dad left, I got out the guitar and we made noise till dark. That night, sometime after midnight, I woke up. I wasn't sure what woke me up. Then I heard him, Alex playing the drums, very lightly downstairs. As I approached the stairs to go down, I listened to Alex play. He was really good at it. This is when Alex came out of his bedroom behind me. We stared at each other, half awake. Alex came up to me and asked if dad was home. He must be, I said. We went downstairs, but halfway down the steps, the drums stopped. When we turned the corner, no one was there and no lights were on. I said, Dad, and no one answered. We both ran upstairs. When we stopped in the living room, we could faintly hear the drums start again. I called my dad at work, but he blew it off and told us to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Go to bed. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. That is not happening. Yeah. The next morning, Alex and I went downstairs and just stared at the drum set. The sticks were right where Alex left them the night before. We were freaking out and left for school. We didn't see my dad that morning, but when we came home, my dad was on the front porch. He apologized for not believing us the night before. He said when he went to bed, the drums started playing loudly. He thought it was one of us and went downstairs. The drums stopped before he got down the stairs. He said the drums stopped before he got down the stairs. He said this went on and on until noon when he finally went down and took the drum set apart. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm out. I know. He got rid of the drum set. He tried to give it back to his buddy and still would have fixed the guy's exhaust, but his buddy said no way and wouldn't say why he wouldn't take it. Alex and I only mention it to each other because it still seems crazy to us, but we know what we experienced. Yeah, Yeah, we don't talk about that. My dad never liked to talk about it after that day and laughs it off when we bring it up. It was the most unexplained thing I've ever witnessed in my life. I hope Jeff has better luck with his drum set. Keep laughing and do what you guys do. Love the show. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Shoot. That's oh, scary. The drum set. I don't. That would. Yeah. I don't even know. The Mark. Bless your heart. No. I don't like it. No. If you. No, if the kids and I heard a drum set playing by itself, I would come down and take it apart and remove yeah. it from the house. And then I would probably accuse Griff of using the Ouija board in the house. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. You know? I think it's funny, too, when you try to bring it up later or, like, nobody even talks about it. Yeah. You know? Or wants like, to oh. talk about it. Like, yeah. 
like the dad laughing it off or yeah like oh, yeah remember but yeah. he knows he tried to get rid of it again i wonder God, what ended up happening to the drum set yeah, i don't know they garbage. never knew and then you know that yeah i'm betting it's funny the dad because my guess would have been like i would have traded the guy back and he still said the dad still would have fixed the exhaust which i right. still would have fixed i don't know i don't know yeah Ugh. oh man all right jeffy next one this is uh josh s jr Jen and Jeff, my sister got me listening to you when I called her with a, quish, a question about crystals. Great show. I heard you asking for creepy stories. I have one for you. Growing up, my dad was a prankster. He would prank everyone and nothing was off limits. One morning, my sister came down to the table and she looked rough. My dad asked her if she slept well. She said no. There was a shadow man standing in the corner of her room. My dad didn't seem concerned about this and blew it off. Jesus, <laughs> <He says> dad. <laughs> what is wrong with them? What's up with these dads? Like, parents, I just think it's so crazy when you don't believe your kids. You know what I, I mean? Know. Of course, when they're like. No, I mean, but you were a kid at some point, and I'm sure a parent didn't believe you. Yeah. So you think you would. Like, if my kids came to me and were like, I'm hey, seeing I seen a shadow, a shadow man, yeah. I wouldn't. We would investigate this. Yeah. First, I would try to settle on like what it looked like, what happened. Yeah, Let's I'd wa- ask walk more questions. Yes. Yeah. All right. Not just blow it off. Jesus. So when my sister left for school, I asked my dad what he thought about the shadow man. He said it was him. <laughs> he went in her room and <laughs> to close her window, and she woke up. So he just stood still and creeped out of the room. <laughs> I laughed because that was funny, given the situation. The next morning in the kitchen. My dad asked my sister, <laughs> who looked rough again. My dad asked if she slept well. My sister did not. She kept hearing static coming from her ceiling. My dad told her he would check it out and see what's above her. <laughs> my dad and I went to the attic and pulled the attic ladder down. He made me go first. I resisted and he said, it's fine. As I went up the ladder, I could hear static. My dad said, keep going. I crawled up there, and there it was, right in front of me. My dad's old radio from the garage. I looked back, and he smiled and gestured. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> he just put a static-ass yeah, radio just, above her room. Just turn it off, he said, but leave it up here for later. He was the king of pranks. <laughs> One morning, not long after that, he went to the store and didn't return. We assumed he was messing with us. That was 17 years ago, and we heard he got his secretary pregnant and ran off with her. (laughs) Good one, Dad. Way to go. Josh S. Jr. God dang. Josh S. Jr. King of all pranks. The king of pranks. That's funny that Dad was the shadow man. And then he just, after that, just went and put a radio (laughs) of static above her room. Oh my god. Oh, but then man. eventually he yeah, he pranked the family. Sounds like he ran off. Sorry to hear about your fortune, Josh. Yeah. I know. All right. Okay. This, this one's called Crisscross No Blood Laws. Whoa. Yeah, you'll see why. Oh, I'm scared. Yep. Hey there, Jen and Jeff. I'm sub I am submitting my encounter for your Halloween episode. My name is Jen with two ends. Look at this. <laughs> I feel like she did that. <laughs> Her name is Jen, and she spells it with two N's. But up top, yeah. she spelled yours with one N and yep. mine with one F. Well, probably because we talked about it, and I said, no, I did not spell it with two N's. My name is Jen with two N's. I'm just saying it has two N's. My okay. name is Jen, and this is what happened. 
My mom had a friend at work, Bev, who invited us who invited us to her son Stephen's birthday party. I was around seven or eight and w- went with my mom to it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't many kids my age there, so I played with Stephen and the older kids. They had me lay flat on the trampoline while they all oh. jumped and flung me around. God bless. That's the popcorn. worst. It's like popcorn. Yeah, that's what we call it, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, popcorn. Because <laughs> we tried to stay in a ball. Yeah. <laughs> we always tried to ball up because then you're lot less. Well, it, when you have more control and you are less likely to snap your neck is how I felt about it. Yeah, that's why I think we stayed in a ball. Yeah. These people went full There's on, full on. flat. <laughs> All right. I repracted Yep. At one point, my hand smacked against the spring on the trampoline and I cut my finger. When they stopped jumping, I climbed off and Steven told me to hurry to the bathroom and put a Band-Aid on it. But don't tell anyone. (laughs) Steven, (laughs) a-hole. I took off to the house and went inside to the bathroom, which I used earlier and found quickly. I was walking down the hall when an elderly lady came out of the bathroom. She was about 60 or so, and I figured she was Steven's grandma or an aunt. She seen me hide my finger in my shirt, or she seen me hide my finger rolled up in my shirt. She pulled my finger from my shirt and said she would get me cleaned up. She closed the door and went to work. She used stuff that burned, in parentheses, probably peroxide or rubbing oh, alcohol. Remember that red stuff? Yeah, iodine. Oh! I liked iodine. It did. Iodine usually didn't hurt. Peroxide, alcohol. All right. Probably peroxide or alcohol. Then she put cream and two band-aids on it crisscrossed she said crisscross no blood loss when she applied the band-aid <laughs> which i never forgot and eventually said that to my kid that's <laughs> when she finished she said we won't tell anyone this happened which i thought was odd because i was going to tell my mom i got cut right the lady opened the door and again said we won't tell anybody this happened i walked down the hall to the kitchen where i heard my mom and her friend bev talking i showed my mom the band-aid finger and bev asked if i found the bathroom all right I said Steven's grandma cleaned it and wrapped it up. I showed them my finger and added crisscross, no blood loss. My mom's friend Bev looked white as a ghost and said Steven's grandma wasn't here. I said she must have decided to come to the party. I seen a picture of the grandma on the fridge and said that was the lady that helped me. My mom's friend stared at me and said, we won't tell anybody this happened. Bev then asked me to go outside and play. I turned from the kitchen and went into the living room and sat down to watch TV with another kid. I heard the lady say her husband's mom passed away a while ago while staying with them, and that a lot of unexplained things have been happening around the house. My mom tried to calm her and said that there must be another explanation. The lady said the grandma always crisscrossed band-aids and said crisscross no blood loss to her husband when he was younger, and her husband always did that to their kids. I only remember the story so vividly because my mom told everyone and still makes me retell it too often. My mom believes in angels and uses this as proof that one took care of me. It was a cut finger. Not sure it's proof. (laughs) That's what they said. This is the only bizarre thing I have experienced and still not sure why. Thanks for putting out the Genergy. Keep kicking. Hugs and kisses. Jen with two N's. Right. It's funny that her mom kept talking about the story and everyone else is like, no, shut your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Crisscross, no blood. No, so a lady Dude, helped her. Yeah, an old, older lady helped her patch her finger up. Yeah, and then a, maybe another. Maybe it was a, a ghost. It had, I don't know. Right, gotta be a ghost. Shoot. I don't All know. right, got a short one here for you, Jeffy. All this right. This one called Shadow Man. <laughs> 
too so much energy. Hello, I love the positivity and banter you guys bring every week. I love hearing about Drum Circle and Jeff Chickens. <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> Chickens. You guys ask for scary stuff and here it is. I used to walk home after babysitting every Friday. This was less than a mile. I could hear footsteps behind me and would see a shadow that followed me. This happened every Friday. I always ended up running home. Love the show, Angie. What if it was her own shadow? What if it was from the street lights? <laughs> <laughs> Did it only happen on Fridays? Oh. I don't know. I'm not doubting Angie's account, but that would, it's, again, I think it's, you're well, walking I also home think by too, yourself. You know, Any shadow is going to freak you out. Yeah. Yeah. But if it happens every Friday, that's, that's weird. I don't know. That is weird. But maybe, the, maybe it's only because she only babysat on Fridays. Right. You want to read the next one too, since yeah. All right. Okay. Doppelganger. All right. Hey, Jennergy. I love the podcast and listen to it on Podbean. Love hearing about your hijinks every week. You go, girl. You too, Jeff. Love Jeff and Around. Been a Jeff Thanks. and Around member for three months and have listened to your episodes. I also want to shirt my first month listening. Thanks. I love it. I'm sending you a very bizarre experience that I had while on my honeymoon with my husband, Rob. We were driving to Rob's parents' property to go camping. I know, not exciting for a honeymoon, but we love camping and still do. We were coming through the mountains and it was very foggy. We were driving Rob's dad's 1979 Ford LTD2. I'm very specific. (laughs) It was black with red and orange striping. Very cool at the time. I mentioned this because it comes into play later. Rob drove slow because we could not see very good. It was very dark and very foggy. We were just driving and singing along with the radio and talking when out of nowhere, an animal ran right in front of us. Rob braked and turned the wheel to dodge the animal. I thought it was an elk. Rob says it was too big to be an elk and claims a moose. While we talked about the animal and tried to calm down, we were very shaken by the sudden animal crossing in the fog. I was seen... I see two shapes moving in the fog ahead of us and screamed, and I'm not sure why I screamed except that it startled me because I was already worked up. It was two people walking, and Rob swerved to miss them. It was a guy and a girl, and they were holding hands and running. The guy was kind of leading the girl in the fog. I was running in the fog? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. I was not doing well at this point. I was visibly shaking, and my nerves were on end. Rob was saying the girl likely... Like, the Rob... Rob was saying the girl looked like she could have been my sister or my twin. I asked Rob if we should help them, and he said we just need to get to the property in one piece and look like they were laughing. He was talking me down when just up ahead in the fog, we see a car on the side of the road with its emergencies on. We assume it was the car from the people walking, but the car is facing the way we were going, and the people were going the opposite way the car was facing. I thought it was odd. That would be odd, because... If, sorry, if you're coming yeah. up through the car, unless there was a closer place back the other way. Right, unless it, yeah, maybe. or maybe uh, they passed a house or something. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sounds Rob, like they're in the mountains, though. I know. All right, go ahead. Rob slowed down in case someone was working on the vehicle. When we passed the vehicle, it was a 1979 black LTD with orange and red striping. In the fog, it looked terrifying. What are the chances? Rob stopped the car, and we sat there looking back at the flashers on the other car. Rob was the first to speak and his voice was shaken. He asked, what are the chances that the car would be the same on this road? We began driving on it and it hit me that Rob said the girl looked like me. 
This concerned Rob, and he started turning the car around in the fog. We wanted to go back and look at the license plate on the broke-down car. So we drove back and never came across the other car. We turned back around and still didn't see it. When we got near the spot again where the car was broken down, our car started sputtering and we were out of, running out of gas. Rob filled up the car with gas at our last stop and this shouldn't be happening. Since it was the 90s, we didn't have cell phones. We go out and Rob messed with the car, so we assumed we were about 20 minutes driving from the next gas station. We agreed we weren't walking the way we saw the other two people to go, so we walked in the direction we were already driving. Rob started singing to me, <laughs> singing to me while walking to keep me calm. He has that effect on me still. We seen a car coming through the fog, and Rob started to flag it down. As it approached us, Rob started flagging it. It passed us in the fog slowly. It was a black car, but we, but we differ on the model. We kept walking and eventually found a phone booth to call Rob's dad. His dad came and helped us tow the car to the station. We walked for, we talked about it for a while afterwards. Rob's brother thinks it was a doppelganger or possible loop we were caught in. <laughs> Rob has looked into this a lot since then, and we are still not sure. We eventually moved and never had to drive through the mountains to Rob's parents again. Thank heavens. I know Jeff has mentioned other dimensions and weirdness. I wonder if he's ever come across anything that would explain this. Nothing has ever happened since, but Rob is always looking for it. Hugs and kisses, Kim. Dang. Right there. That's, I know I've talked about other dimensions and like loops. That right there is like spot on. Yeah. Like a, a loop story. Yeah. Like, doppelganger, I don't know. Doppelgangers are real. They say everybody has six to seven doppelgangers in the world. Yeah. And you're not and you're not supposed to ever see your doppelganger. Yeah. Like that's not supposed to happen. I don't Crazy. know. Yeah. That's weird. Kim, I hear you, Kim. Kim, yeah, we get it. Whoa. I think we should send these people each of these people shirts. Okay. I feel like these are these this creepy shit happening to people out there. I know, right? Creepy shit happens. That's how we're going to hug all these people. Just send them a right. shirt. Yeah. All right, Jen. This is the last one. This one's okay. called Sound of Music. Oh. It's uh, not real long. Okay. Hey there. I'm making a submission for an unexplained and creepy incident. Love the show. Love the Jeff news updates. Love everything. Here's my account. Oh, just jumping right in. Yeah. I was at home with my family one night. It was fall. We have one bathroom in our house and it was occupied. I stepped outside to pee in the backyard. Must be a dude. <laughs> it, I hope so. I hope. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I stepped outside to pee in the backyard. Where we live is very rural and no houses for miles. It's all cornfields and horse farms. That's like around here. This is all. That's where I live. Yeah. I was standing in complete darkness when I suddenly heard music playing. The music was very faint, and I thought it might be coming from my daughter's room, who was on the back side of the house. When I headed towards her room from the backyard, I could tell it was ragtime music, and it wasn't coming from her window. It was coming from the woods. I walked closer to the wood line, and I could tell it was definitely coming from the woods, and it was definitely ragtime. I ran inside to grab my son, who was 14 at the time, and we grabbed flashlights and headed to the woods. When we got to the trail, that we have in the woods, the music grew quieter. As we walked about five minutes into the woods, the music grew very faint. We thought maybe somebody with the radio had heard us coming and walked further into the woods or turned down the radio. As we decided to head back and not give chase, my son stopped me. Listen, he said. 
The music was now between us and our house. It somehow moved past us and got behind us. As we walked back towards the house, the music got fainter and went silent. We never found the source and have not heard anything since. It was very odd. Have a good holiday, Jimmy Z. Dang, Jimmy. You know what's crazy, though? Usually with music, it's um, like how we were talking about like a loop or it's like residual energy caught up right. somewhere. It's weird that it was in the woods. I wonder if there was like a house out there that maybe they've tore down or... Ragtime, which is like usually 30s, 40s, yeah. 20s. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Yeah. But it's weird that it's because normally it's in a space. Yeah. I mean, I know the woods are a space, but I'm saying like in like old house or like and it's attached imp- to something. Right. And they implied that it moved around them. Yeah. Hmm. I think we uh, should send these people. I think we should send these people t shirts. Yeah. Well, we'll just reach back out to everybody that emailed. And we'll yep. If you emailed, I think you're going to get a t-shirt, maybe a sticker. Yeah. I just wanted to add a traumatic Halloween story of having to wear your snowsuit under your costume every year. I when know. It, if it was super cold and snowy. It's, it's funny, too, because I remember as kids when we'd have to do that, and we eventually went from being a black cat to a fat cat. Yeah. Or, then- <laughs> a, or a clown. Chubby clown. Yeah. Chubby cat. We're like, oh, yep, your costume fit normal at school, and then at night, no, yep. or tight you'd, and squeezy, yeah. or Pillsbury dough. Yeah, or if you got one that did fit good, and now you had to wear your coat over it, it's like, I look like a turd in a winter coat with a Ninja Turtle mask. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know? I did see um, somebody posted on social media the other day. Look, and if if an adult wants to come up and is going trick or treating, I'm giving you candy. I'm oh, not yeah. here to judge. I mean, who if you're here and you say trick or treat, I'm giving you something, right? Yes. So don't be afraid to be an adult doing trick or treating. Do what you want. So nice. I'm psyched. We got stories though. We got creepy tales, creepy yeah. shit going on out there. I'm not. I'm not glad creepy stuff is going on, but right. I think everybody does experience creepy stuff i don't think it has to happen at night or has to happen in the fall right i think it can happen anytime Mm -hmm. anywhere well i just wanted to add one last halloween get up is you know how i color my hair like every week every other week whatever people will stop me and they're like hey you're in the halloween spirit no sir it's just july it's just thursday thanks for checking on me Right now, you look like Strawberry Shortcake's rejected stepsister. Muffinberry, look at you. Nerd. Nerdberry. That's what you called me earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think what did I call you earlier. Nerdberry Muffin. Nerdberry. Sally Jesse looking glasses. Yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael know her glasses missing? All right, Jeffy, you got some pep in your step or are we just ended? Uh, Jen, I do have pep in my step. (laughs) Today, I've been working on my cemetery i got okay. my black fence up i got the yard mode i had a bunch of mower issues again this week non-stop i didn't even get into that because it's just so disheartening the issues i have with stupid lawnmowers but got my yard mode got my halloween fence put up uh, i got the kids they spray painted some tombstones last week i cut a bunch more okay cleaned my garage out found wood cut a bunch more and painted those up today just waiting uh, by the time we're done here those will be dry i'm gonna go out and put them in my cemetery and we're going to get pumpkins again at the pumpkin patch. Nice. We got pumpkins for decoration already for the front porch and stuff once yeah. this year, but now we're going to go get the ones we're going to carve. Okay. We like to go out and 
actually cut those and roll them out of a field. Yeah. So that's what we're heading to do after this, Jen. I'm psyched about it. Pumpkins. Woo. What about yourself, Jen? You pepping step? Oh, yeah, I got pep in my step. I'm listening to a new book. Um, Which one? New audiobook. This is, it, the book is terrible. I mean, like, the content of it, I, it's called I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. She was on Nickelodeon on iCarly. She was yeah. Sam. Yep. Um, it's like a five and a half hour listen, and it's it's crazy. It sure makes you appreciate, like, if you did have a decent upbringing, just, like, being grateful for everything I have going on and, um, yeah, just listening to, like, other people's experience and, yeah. So, yeah. pep in my step. Good times. Yep. Stay tuned next week. we got a Halloween episode. Yeah. That, another another Halloween episode. Yeah. Special episode next week, Halloween. Be Halloween. ready. Halloween. Halloweener. <laughs> you ever watch Frankenweenie? You know what? I'm not taking any more movie recommendations. No, from you. this is this was actually really good. I believe it was Tim Burton's actual first oh, animated yes, short. Yes, I do know about what you're the dog. About. Yeah, Frankenweenie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what? Why would you not take any more horror selections from me? Nah, I'm out. <laughs> I watched the first Saw last night by myself. No, I like I, that's Saw. All... But the first one. Yeah, I really. Liked. I didn't watch anyone after that. That's all you get. No. Mind games. I don't like those. No. No. They're so good. No. I don't know. Dad That's got me psyched me. about him talking, couple talking a Jeff and Aaron ago about Saw movies when he was yeah. doing his bracket. Got me thinking about Saw. So I was think, sat down and I'm like, I want to watch something creepy, something scary. And I don't know for some reason I landed on Saw. I'm like, I haven't seen that in so long. I think I'm gonna so watch. long. So, so long. long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so long. So long, there, Jeffy. Okay, bye. Later.